thank you everyone for joining. Uh, we are with Eduardo Mendoza of the Enhanced Home. Um, I've had a pleasure of working with him throughout the years uh, on specific projects, and um, I've always enjoyed working with him and, and uh, uh, ideas, and I always think that he just transforms the, the places, um, and really just every homeowner that he's worked with has just been really uh, impressed um, by what he's done. And there's um, a lot of things that sets him apart from uh, the other kind of designers that are out there. And so I wanted to kind of sit down with uh, him today, have him talk a little bit about himself, um, the services that the Enhanced Home offers, um, and um, more. So why don't we just kind of start um, with you kind of just telling people how'd you get in the business? Cool. Well, first of all, thank you for having me as a speaker today. And the beginning of me was at least probably 19 years ago. And I used to be in technology. And at the same time, I was flipping houses. And, and when I saw that um, that I love, I started researching about staging. And I found this company and this woman called Jan Suo. And we talked. And there was no internet really, it was an article in a newspaper. Uh, we talked, we met, and she offered me a job, and I learned more about staging while I was helping her just as a, as a contractor. And little by little, I started learning more about this, and I saw the need of this particular uh, service that is helping people selling their home while they're living in their home. And at the time, Jan Suwal Design wasn't offering that. And I asked Jan, I, I love the idea of helping people living there. And she said, well, you want it, you want to help people like that, you can do it on your own. And pretty much that was the beginning. I started taking those calls, taking those clients and come up with my own, you know, business idea. And one thing led to another thing. And this, this is where we are now. After nice. 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's <been a> <laughs> Only 15 years. <laughs> Time flies. Yes. Um, so speaking a little bit about kind of just the different services, I mean, so you have the design, you have the staging, you also have the consignment um, store. Mm -hmm. um, what, so you started with just the staging aspect and then kind of added the consulting services for design or how did that all kind of come to play? Well, I, I stopped doing flipping homes. So then I focus on pretty much styling. Mm -hmm. And while I was styling houses, because I didn't have not even one pillow in my inventory, I, I, I was helping people styling their homes and suddenly I somehow, after a few years, I got the name for being a home stylist. And doing one house in Queen Anne, I remember many years ago, I didn't know the people who owned the house were TV producers. And they offered me a show and sent me to LA to do a TV show a reality show and at the time like Jersey Shores and all these new television shows yep. you know uh, were new and this was a reality show. Uh, after being in LA nothing happened really that I wanted and I moved back to Seattle and I reopened the company and started offering redesign again for real estate but while I was in LA, in LA I also learned a little more about television and film styling so that brought my, you know, my, my vision. Um, little by little, I started buying uh, inventory, like pillows, it was in the beginning, possibly towels and little things to add and help people. Maybe sometimes a good pillow will make that sofa look expensive, right? Mm -hmm. 
So that was the beginning. And it went from pillows to towels to art to sofas to trucks and employees. So it's again, it's been a long time. So that, but that was pretty much uh, that was the beginning of me coming back from LA, styling, and I became a home stylist. And that's what the photographers told me. Who are you? I'm Eduardo the home stylist. Yeah. So and nowadays, can we move to my services? Do we like to talk about what we offer now? Absolutely. My company, we offer three services under the um, real estate, uh, you know, bracket. And then we have interior design, which is totally more personal, as you know. And a few years ago, I decided to go and open consignment. Why? Because I see uh, some of my clients want to get rid of beautiful furniture and they're just tired of that. They need something new and they don't know what to do with it. So I said, well, it's good to recycle good furniture. And that's, that was the idea. So I opened this shop in Bellevue on Main Street. And it's great. Uh, I'll tell you more about the shop, but so that's pretty much what we have. We have staging, three things, design, interior design, and the store. Yeah. Uh, under the enhanced home uh, staging, as many stages, we offer uh, staging for empty houses. We offer a staging for occupied homes. So people are living there and they just need somebody who comes and tell them how to do it and how to be presentable online. So <clears throat> then inside the occupied homes, there are always two scenarios. One that is the person that bought the house, uh, bought some furniture, but never finished buying furniture. So then I come and I bring all the elements they're missing. For example, night tables, table lamps to your bed, uh, pillows, coffee tables and things, you know, to fill the house and make it look finished. So that's one of the ideas and their partial staging. And then the other idea is when the agent walk and see the house and said, well, this house is cool, but looks a little too grandma and I need to modernize it because my buyer is younger. So we need to look more transitional. So my job in that case is to go point the things that are wrong that we should remove. And then I bring these elements to the house and then we look more transitional and more appealing to that buyer. Yep. And then the other service, again, is just styling, moving things around. People think that it's just it's easy, but this is, my styling is really in, in, involved. It's not just removing personal pictures, uh, it's, it's really moving everything that, you know, that is in the house and make it look uh, the best and showcasing the architecture of the house and not their furniture. Mm -hmm. so, so that will be the three services I offer. I'm coming out with a new website coming around mid-April and we're gonna have again these three services for real estate and interior design and the, the shop is gonna be totally online um, people can make an appointment and go to our W office and take a look, or they could go to the warehouse if it's a bigger piece that we are going to sell. Nice. Good. And you also, um, I know that just with some of the clients that we work with, you've actually repurposed the furniture. So along with the, the consignment aspect of it, you've actually reupholstered, um, yeah. probably even refinished, right? Yeah, Painted. Yeah. Well, I do think that people, <clears throat> after having something for so long, um, they don't see it any other way. But obviously, we can, I come with a fresh idea. And to me, that piece can be re-stained, repainted, change the fabric, and it will look totally 
2021. So sometimes people who I'm tired of this, they ended up loving that piece. Yep. They listen to me and they say, okay, I love it, do whatever you want. Um, and it's, it happened, you know, and I like the idea of, I always tell my clients, if you hate something, don't even show it to me. Just get out of, get it out of the house and mm -hmm. get you something. But there is something that has sentimental value. Uh, we can try to make it more current. And sometimes, again, some paint, some stain, and some fabric can do a lot. Yep, and that's a that's a sustainable you know business model really, and that's it's yeah. recycling furniture instead of throwing it away or you know getting rid of it. That's just a really green way of uh, reusing furniture and making making it come back to life again. Totally, and I always tell my clients, you know, we I always check off the build of the piece. For example, I have my upholster remove the fabric and see how it's built, and if it's a piece well made, then obviously you want. You can reuppose, but I will do that to something you know from just moving whatever, but it's not it's not really a good piece, a good quality uh, piece of furniture. Do you um use with your staging? I think you use some of your show your your showroom pieces too within your staging. So you it's not like you just have straight staging furniture because I, I look at your furniture um and has more of a a custom high end element for the staging side when we work together. So what is it pieces that you're finding at West Elm or you know um, any of those those stores? It's stuff that is curated pieces that you bring in and you also have a very much a um, Kind of a statement style um not just specific to you i think it's specific to the property but there's elements of color texture print like all that stuff that you kind of try to incorporate and make your properties that you're working on kind of stand out is that kind of correct yes it's yeah. totally but pretty much trying to apply design you know what is design what is color texture uh, uh finishes to staging why we can do this because yes we have uh, some furniture that we can actually purchase for the houses we are going to stay so and they're good quality and you know these pieces nobody no many companies have the opportunity to have this beautiful lean rosette chair you know for example just to give you something for Rochelle wow or anything like that because obviously a sofa is twenty five thousand dollars and for staging that definitely <laughs> we can because we can we can buy it i can resell it to my client a lot of my pieces come to me and then i sell it to somebody else so one of my clients so that's that whole circle is actually really good because everything is, is good quality right and it's not like it's gonna be uh super cheap because we're talking again you know unique with stuff really you know good quality and condition and everything so yeah good um so speaking to, I guess, design in general, um, and maybe even working with like new new buyers and, and let's say they have a property, someone calls you and they you know, have a property, they want you to help them kind of freshen up and then help them, you know, purchase all the furniture stuff. Um, I know we've talked about a little bit of budget, like how to actually really budget furniture um, when you're purchasing a new space, because I think that's one expense that I know a lot of our buyers that I work with don't really take an account. They're buying the home number one. And yeah. then, then, then they're like, you know, Oh shoot, I have to fill the space now, or I want new stuff. Okay. Um, how do you approach those different type of clients and situations? Well, uh, this service that I offer for real estate, actually staging and my new website is going to go, uh, TH refresh class because we want to come up with new names. 
when people see what I do with their things and how I add things, they want me to help them, you know, when move home. And when I saw that a lot of people have these beautiful houses, but they don't have all the furniture that, you know, to look like beautiful and millions of dollars, uh, I, I realized that there's a lot of people, um, maybe I'm wrong, but you can help me with that. Maybe Seattle people, because we have more technology people buying, they're looking at the investment of the property and the resale in a few years, and they're not looking at how to live well as well. So, and this is something that is shocking to me. Uh, well, I don't want to say shocking to me, but it is, I'm very in, impressed with that because if you buy a beautiful house, you should live, you should have beautiful furniture too that go with your house. You know what I mean? Is if you buy something nice, it should read who you are. So this is what you drive, this is how you dress, this is where you hang out. So your house should reflect who you are and don't look Ikea. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with Ikea, but obviously that's, and thinking about a budget. So that's one of the things that I wanted to talk to you is make people think in Seattle uh, to think about, yes, I'm gonna buy this pretend. Everything is a million plus in Seattle, right? So I'm gonna buy this million dollar house. So 15 to 20% of that should be for furniture. No, I have $15,000 to furnish my house because that's impossible. That's available, right? It's not realistic, but, and also because they want architectural digest look and they have you know they have a not really architectural digest budget so i said if you're just put it like that in clothing right when you have chanel hermes and all these companies but if your budget is gap you will never look like chanel or hermes because that's a totally different look and so many layers that go into these beautiful you know spaces everything is custom you can tell the furniture the colors everything is so it's really expensive. So my advice for Seattle buyers is, and I, I, I think at least like this, is save some money besides your down payment, your, you know, your money for the house, save some money to actually furnish it and live well. Because yep. there's nothing better than walking to a house and thinking this is the most beautiful place to me. Everybody's gonna like different things than just walking to your house and trying to go to a hotel. Your place, your home, your bedroom should feel like a hotel. Yep. And so with that too, I mean, investing in your furniture also is investing in your property value. Because let's say, you know, you hold on to a property, you spend, you know, what you need to, to get the property uh, furnished to a certain level. Mm -hmm. And then let's say you want to move in five or eight or 10 years, you at least have furniture in there that you could come then back in, restyle, refresh, and you're not, and it's complementary to the actual space. So when we're doing photo, I mean, this goes down to just basic staging, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when you start, per, when you walk into a home that has custom furniture or has been very well designed, there is, when you're with a buyer, when I'm representing a buyer, whatnot, you walk into it, that's almost the first thing that they're kind of drawn to is just how cohesive the furniture and the whole feel 
is to the property itself. And that actually makes them, that's a part that makes them fall in love with the space too. So um, yeah, I think that that is really good advice right off the bat. You do need to save, you know, save some money and, and put that aside and keep that in the back of your mind for buyers out there that are, you know, buying these beautiful homes that you do need to furnish it to that level, you know, to, to maximize your investment. Yes, and not everything needs to be expensive, but there's gonna be key pieces that are gonna be really important, like your sofa, you know, you're sitting there all the time. So you want good quality and good fabric that you feel like, you know, oh, it's so good, and not just scratching your, your guests will be like, you know, it is sitting there. So I, I, I say that a good, a well-designed home is a combination of different things. Some Ikea, some Rochewa, some, some just a mix. And, our look, we try to be more eclectic and there's no one style. We don't do trendy because trendy is for followers. We try to be off and even things that make you a little off are more, is what we like. And that's what I see more in high-end design. You know, not, every time, not everything is matching. My night table doesn't match these, but my coffee table is not the same as my side tables. And just mixing culture, you know, Asian, African, South America, Spanish, whatever that is, that give you a more, uh, give you more character and more uh, style as a, you know, designer. An authentic style, basically. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Um, so going into, is there anything you else want to touch on for just kind of about the services? I know you've done remodels too. I've seen you do a couple like condos downtown. I think at Cristala was one that I saw you do recently. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we do remodeling. We love every aspect of design, so we can design anything. And uh, Yeah, I, I love that portion. Uh, as you know, design and when you're doing it for a client, it's really what the client wants to look like. Mm -hmm. We, as designers, are here to help them with the color, the scale, and the texture. But at the end, you should read whoever is doing that house, right? The, the, the owner of the house. So yes, we do remodeling, bathrooms, kitchens, anything, anything like that. Good. All right. Well, yeah, I am um, just want to hammer at home that again, you, it seems like you're more, your mindset is that you're with the client throughout the entire process, right? So just like our, our most recent client, um, you know, you came in, you um, helped him into his new construction place, what exactly he should be bringing over from, you know, the current place that he was living in, extracting those pieces. Um, and then he actually ended up moving and then you came in and did a, a full stage on that property. Uh, and meanwhile, still kind of helping him get settled with all of his, you know, with his new space there. Um, and I know he's been so happy. And every time I talk to him, he, you know, he's very complimentary of you. Um, and, and so is my other past clients. So uh, I think everyone just kind of loves, loves your eye and, and kind of the full service nature of what you're doing. Yes. Yes. And talking to about the last, the last client, it was a good way to see from what he has in that, you know, the condo he's selling, what can he bring to the new condo? And then, you know, doing that and then staging the old condo and selling it as fast as we can. Uh, I, 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 what I told that client was, tell me what you love and tell me what you don't like anymore. And he told me what he doesn't want. So I said, don't, I don't even want to look at those things. Tell me what you like. And, and then from that, I gave him some ideas and then we, we kind of paint some pieces, reupholster some pieces. And now the spaces started looking, you know, started getting put together. We have rugs, chandeliers, wallpaper, 
he's coming and he's he's excited and he now he just say do whatever you want yeah trust you it's <laughs> <laughs> good has um covid been a little bit harder for you to get materials and just different like furniture yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a nightmare it's a nightmare whatever everything used to be six to eight weeks and now we're talking 12 to 14 weeks 17 weeks but yeah. even bread and barrel just to give you an idea you have to wait like six seven months for a sofa which is crazy right uh and those companies manufacture things like in a plant like many of the same thing so we definitely uh work with companies that do one of the kinds so as soon as you order that piece then it's custom made for your client but uh still um every aspect of the design industry that uh, lead time has changed and whether it could be and you know there are some things that we it's out of our control i have a lot of his clients that some of them understand and some of them they don't care they know that it's not my fault i yeah. want everything now but it's impossible right so we yeah. just have to start reposting furniture so at least have something in their house exactly i think that of oh, consignment you know it's right here take it <laughs> yes. that's good well i'm excited to see your new um your new website and your your place off Main Street is always cute. You have the I think the astroturf for the um, green out front, and it, it's a yeah. very looking building. So um, well, we changed that to a butterfly now because it used to be a chair that you can pretend that you're sitting, but now it's a butterfly. Uh, I did a butterfly. I don't know why, <laughs> but I think it's kind of fun and different. So you know, with COVID again, there's not many people walking by there anymore, but when things change, everything will be easier. So yeah. are you an artist too? Are you a painter? And that's, did you paint those or do you have someone do it for you? No, no, no. I, I work with a guy that is being hired now in other parts of W uh, to graffiti. And you know, graffiti was not really cool in W. So I was lucky that the guy that I'm renting this space is mm -hmm. really connected with the city and he asked to be the first graffiti-ish uh, in W. Because yeah. besides, besides the door, I graffiti the whole front of the street like grass. Yep. And that's painting. So I know that if I leave, I have to repaint everything back. <laughs> but it's okay, I'll do it. <laughs> it looks good. It's very eye-catching. Everybody thinks on a picture that it's real. It's yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought it was real on social media, just in terms of what you you know you post and stuff. I thought it was some sort of astroturf or something like that. So yeah, very cool. <laughs> Good. Um, what uh, I guess the last kind of thing that we were going to talk about that was kind of a fun thing is you've been on um, House Hunters way back in the day. So my husband and I have as well. Um, but I know that with the uh, HGTV, um, with all the interior design shows and just, you know, even the real estate shows, um, the timelines and, and stuff, sometimes it's very foo-foo-y um, mm -hmm. and not, does not replicate what is real life whatsoever. And although the, those shows are entertaining, it's not necessarily apples to apples to what the, the sides of the industry actually are. Mm -hmm. Do you have um, anything to kind of comment on that? Yes, as you know, television is television. You can, you should believe only 10% positive five of what they're saying, right? It's all for you. And you being on HGTV too and me, I, some of these home shows really 
they kind of go and say, you, we can design this house in, in an hour. So they go to the shop, get all these things and put it and painters come and everything is done in, in few hours and then done. And believe it or not, people believe that that's what it is. And obviously it's, it's not, right? Because you know, like you call a painter, a painter is just sitting there waiting for you to call me. You call a painter and they're booked and they say, I'll be there in a month and then drapery and all these things, you know, everything takes much, much longer than expected. Funny thing, I just got a client last week who told me, Eduardo, I want to refresh my mom's room and she's flying back April 2nd, which is tomorrow, today, today, <laughs> today. And she gave me a week and I don't want anything used. So, okay. So I walk into the room and I said, Honestly, what you need, I will, the first thing I will do is paint because the, is, the paint is, is horrible. So that will be your money best. Let's, let's just paint. Um, and then she said, okay, well, let's paint. But I said, I don't have painters sitting here in three, four days. Nobody's going to come and paint this room. So I was lucky that I called my guy and he said, I can do it. I will bring five people and I will do it. So I'll do it in one day. So then you have two days to install whatever you're getting. And that happened. So we went and we, the guy came with a crew one day, painted the whole thing. You know, his bedroom trim and all these things, ceilings. And then we, <clears throat> I just went and got, you know, samples, like from model samples. I got, I need a full bed because the bedroom is small. So I thought we need a full and not a queen. And it's a single woman, so it doesn't need to be a queen. So I went and got her a bed, got her a table, I got art, a mirror change the hardware on the old dresser they have because it looks so old, but just changing the hardware, you know, the knobs on the dresser and the night table is, those dresser look like cool now. Yeah. And she was really impressed and very appreciative of, you know, that I was able to do this so fast. And I emailed her saying, I don't do this really because this is too much, you know, it's too much out of my way. It's, it's really hard to get you everybody i have to leave everybody and jump into her and help her of course i want her happy and i want her mom to be happy but it really i, I want the whole weekend just getting stuff from bedding mattresses everything she didn't have anything in in that room but now as you see it it's it's, Completely it's, different. it's pretty it's pretty yeah. Yeah. are you gonna post anything on your um your social media because i know you're pretty active on there and i always love seeing your before and after posts Yes, uh, I would have to ask for per permission, but yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I have a lot of clients who don't want any of that stuff. Yeah, but right. Some clients are totally open for that. Uh, one thing that we didn't talk, and I don't know, we talked because I don't know what I talked about, it was how to pick your stages. Did we talk about how to pick? No, we kind of danced a little bit around it, but let's go ahead and, and address that one for sure because that's really, really important. So, well, this is this is something that is is so important because how to pick your stage is a question that comes to me all the time, and mm -hmm. um, this is what I tell the people that ask me: the only thing that you have control when you're selling your house is your presentation. The rest, like the location, the house is where it is, and the state of the market, it is what it is when you're about to sell. So the only thing that you can actually look wow is how you present your home so based on that just think about like tinder right you want to be swipe right not left 
So you want people to say, take my agent, take, I want my agent to take me to this house. So you want all these lights, 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 and right, 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 right. So <clears throat> I think that my advice is always, the best thing you can do is go online to whatever company is, you, you know, you wanna, you will talk to you and do your research and look at the portfolio. If the portfolio is what you're going for, and that's something your real estate agent will tell you, will help you, uh, because you're designing for your buyer, not for your seller. And that's what the seller needs to step back and let the agent jump in and take care of that person, right? Mm -hmm. We know what is our buyer. Uh, we know how we should look. So if you're selling millions, well, you should look like millions. If you're selling hundreds of thousands only, you should look like that. So there is no need to overdo things or underdo things because at the end, we're in Seattle. Everything is gonna sell. That's what I tell my clients. Everything is gonna sell. It's just how fast and how much more you want. Mm -hmm. If you want more money, it possibly is no contingencies and everything is just smooth. Just walk away as soon as you can. So that's what you want. And again, the staging companies come in different in different levels and different quality of furniture. So just find the one that has the look you're going for and work with that person. And always think about your budget. If my budget is this much, then who should I call? You know what I mean? So no. that's how I feel. And that's my two cents of argument. No, that's great. And that's kind of how I think the professionals, you know, real estate brokers, we look at it too, right? It's um the sellers kind of have to disassociate themselves a little bit with the property and let, you know, kind of us come in. To, who is the target audience for the actual property at this point? Yeah. You know, and, and like you said, it's all about that basic curb appeal, um, you know, presenting your property in the best, the best light, having it, you know, the condition wise is, number, you know, one thing. And then you have the presentation, which I think is actually the staging and, and the marketing piece. Um, yeah. So that's great. No, no, that's uh, that to me, that's key. Obviously, your photographer, Rockstar, because he can capture architecture. And I always tell my clients, you know, it's not about, it's not about the furniture even I'm going to bring. Is Space planning is key because you are educating that buyer how to live in that house. So space planning is key. But also, you need to be smart to do a space planning for selling that is different space planning for real living that is interior design. So allowing people to walk through the windows and see the house kind of guide their eyes to see the, uh, the features of the house because that's where they're paying the money. Uh, that's what you need, right? Not my Monet, my Picasso, who cares? Obviously it's beautiful, we get it, but if it's in the wrong spot, I need to move it. Um, but I'm blessed that now people trust me and I can do whatever. I want. <laughs> you know, is there anything else you want to touch on, Eduardo? Mm, I'm looking at my notes. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, no, I just I would say my best advice for Seattle market is for uh, to save some money for furniture. Yep. That would be like thing. And check my new website coming soon. You know, my website is gonna be cool and different. We're trying to do something off because I I like the idea of being a little off, and that brings some something different to the table. Good. Well, we'll look forward to seeing that and featuring that too. Uh, as soon as it's up and running. So, cool. 
Well, that's all I have today. Again, thank you for um, your support um, just with the past clients that we've worked with and I'll continue to, to lean on you for, for future ones. And I think we need your expertise and guidance and your vision. Um, and uh, yeah, I hope you have a great weekend and that's it. Cool. Well, thank you so much. Take yeah. care. See ya.